What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ. And his guest that never left, Sarah. And you're listening to Broadway with AJ. And Sarah. And we're back. We're not laughing this time, though. No. So this is take two because <laughs> we... Um, <laughs> because we forgot that there's a bell. Yes. And we didn't want the bell to annoy you guys. Today so. we're recording. At, it annoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> recording at my, at my classroom. Um, some of you had, some of the guests have had the pleasure of joining us in the music classroom for recording. Yes. Uh, Normally our, we time it pretty right, but I feel like we haven't been here in a little bit. No, so. we haven't. We haven't. And actually all I could think of is when we got here, the, um, the main secretary was not there. Maybe she's on her walk or something, but she and AJ are like besties. And I was I like, Oh, Miss Cindy's going to miss AJ. She always gives me that. Hello. She's, she's great. Miss Cindy's awesome. Like she's she, a nice lady. She runs a tight ship. Yeah. But she's, she's not an asshole. No, she doesn't seem like it. No. She just seems like she but knows she's what she's very frank yeah. about things, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we were talking about story time with Sarah. Um, like sometimes things will happen to us and I'm like, Oh, remember this, this will be our story time with Sarah. And I totally forgot. And AJ forgot too, what he was supposed to remind me, but then we sat there just staring for a moment and he <laughs> remembered. He remembered. So um, I don't know how many of you have had the pleasure of attending theater with AJ or just, is this what you're like in everyday life? I, I guess it just, it is. I think I have long legs and. Okay, he's not that tall. But <laughs> I'm not super tall, but I just walk really fast. <laughs> but I've heard, but he does like literally every time we like get outside of the theater. And this time it was just so abrupt because after the show was done. After the show was done, uh, it was really packed. It was opening night. It was great. It was a full house. Like, I think you said it was close to 500 seats in the house. Yeah. And so the lobby is just jam-packed. And we're like serpentine, serpentine, like trying to get ourselves through. And as soon as we hit the doors to the outside, I'm unaware that there is a race going on. <laughs> and AJ is just booking it. And I'm like, like trying to keep up with my short little legs. And I'm wearing boots with heels and Honey Badger doesn't give a fuck ahead of me. He is just going to make it to the parking garage first. I'm just like, I don't even know how, like it was comical. Well, then people started to like form a line for the crosswalk. And I'm like, no. He turns his head over his shoulder and goes, I'm going around. And I was like, okay, I bet you are. Like, and then I'm like doing my little like shuffle, like to try and keep up with this man child. That's like doing the world's largest stride that he can at a quick tempo so i'm just laughing about this and then we get into the garage and i was like okay we got to reenact this because this is not the first time this has happened i think it's the first time i've complained about it but <laughs> needless to say we now but, have it on video but usually i have to like be ready for a workout when i go to shows with aj because i gotta keep up with him wherever we're going i want to park close simply because i don't have to run after him for as, as long that's really why parking is important <laughs> yes and so then I, we're like let's reenact this and so we see this couple walking we're like oh hey can you take or i say this i say can you take a picture for us and AJ's like i thought you wanted them to take a video and i was like oh i do but like i thought pictures sounded less awkward i was just going to explain it but then we're having this argument like right in front of them and they're like <laughs> yeah we can take a video i told them it was for a tiktok so they didn't think that we were weird but I think I don't know that, that, that we I were... don't know that that made it any <laughs> less weird. Hey, they were into it. The girl was like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and check out our story because we're going to upload the video where it's supposed to be me like going quickly after AJ to like 
show what his stride and what mine because mine has to be like a very large stride but, and i was just walking normally but That's i how just I normally walk. um i look like sasquatch in the video <laughs> like i genuinely look like a sasquatch but like in a skirt in this troopy cardigan it, it was really comical yeah so that was this weekend well <laughs> A good segue into where the hell we were. Uh, <laughs> we were we went up to Livermore to see Legally Blonde at the Bankhead Theater, mm-hmm. which was the company was Tri Valley Theater Company, which has been renamed and repurposed. They did not say why, but I, I, I can only assume the mafia is involved. I, I can only assume the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, of course, it had to be the mafia. Um, so we, I had been there before to see Robert Lopez in I. I rent and west side story and i don't know if that was the same company or if that was a different company in that same space but we had the chance to talk with a few of the cast members before the show it was very brief because they were in the middle of their sound check check and a dance dance call call. so we apologize for the shortness and abruptness of the interviews but we hope that you know if we do return we get to um kind of give you guys a little bit more of a um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great scoop. space. Everybody that was working there, the artistic director met us um, and, you know, was being very lovely. Thank you, Brian. Yes. Um, and so was their social media gent. His name is Austin. I just want to call, call him, him Andy. Andy. <laughs> um, and you know what? I want to put a plug out. So if you're interested, if you're looking for somebody to do social media and marketing, this kid is doing an awesome job. I say kid, but he's, I don't know, in his mid-20s, maybe yeah, I think so. Yeah, somewhere around there. But really, I mean, they're doing a great job on social yeah, media. Yeah, no, he is doing a fantastic job. And, like, I'm not annoyed by his posts. Like no. some, some just, you know, companies in general have annoying ones. But his are, are cute and funny and fun behind the scenes and interviews and things that you want to watch for a couple seconds. So if you're looking for somebody like that, uh, get in touch with Tri-Valley Theater. Uh, he runs their social media. His name's Austin. No clue what his last name is. I'm sure he has one. And he said he's working on a portfolio. So, yeah. you know, he's kind of trying to He's trying to bridge it. into that. Yeah. Yeah. He said and he's, he's doing a great job. Like, yeah. follow some of their posts because they're really engaging. They really pull you into... I feel like not only come see the show, but get excited about the show. And that's how I felt like we well, were I'm just going excited about that company in general now. And yeah. I mean, like, honestly, guys, he did not ask us to say this or anything like no, this. Actually, I probably impressed. wouldn't say anything if he had <laughs> asked me. Um, but he really did a great job. And he seems like just a, a normal human. Yeah. He was a cool dude. Not like us. Not like us. <laughs> and with that... Our Enjoy first our interviewee is <laughs> Mr. Austin. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we are here <laughs> with Austin. This is take two, by the way, because we're this in the middle of... This is take three, AJ. Take three, yes. This we're in the middle three. of mic check here, which is, you know, it's life of an actor. We, you know, we can't expect anything less, You know, right? I'm glad you guys are checking your mics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ultimately, I'm glad the mics are being checked. Yes. And we have <laughs> brand new microphones. Thanks oh, to our exciting. donors this year, we've got a brand new set of good microphones that we're oh, nice. excited Do to be using. Oh, nice. specific donors you want to thank? Uh, not off the bat. I, I don't know everybody's okay. names, but I know that this final push in the past couple of months, we got... No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Well, thank you, donors. Did, yeah. we, did we say his name? This is Austin. Yeah, Austin. Did mm-hmm. I say that already? Yeah, okay. I said it. Hi. Uh, so, yeah. Austin, tell us about the characters that you're playing in the show. I am playing Kyle and Dewey and uh, various other ensemble roles, and then I will be understudying Emmett as well. That's so exciting. And you are going to perform at least one show, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is very exciting. Yes, I'm very stoked to have that opportunity to definitely have an understudy show 
It's going to so, be a lot of fun. Okay, this is a really fun show. So what's a, you know, what's a song in the show that's probably your favorite to um, perform? Uh, it's not a singing, well, at least my portion of the song, I don't sing, but uh -huh. it is the Irish dancing portion of the Legally Blonde <laughs> remix. Yes. So when okay, Kyle okay, and there Paulette we go. get to dance together, that's fantastic. been great. Fantastic, fantastic. So if you could be any other person in the show, who would you be? Uh, I think Emmett, which, which I get the opportunity to be. So yeah. Ooh, dreams come true. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> little, I've been, little taste anyway. And I've seen, um, I feel like you do a lot of social media stuff for this theater. Yeah. And I started doing that in September um, when I had an appendectomy. So I had three weeks of no work and I just okay. got on my phone and started kicking that into high gear. And since I picked up social media, we're looking really good. And I'm really happy with all of the feedback that I've gotten. No, and it's, been, it's great. been a lot of fun. Actually, I feel like it's been really interesting for us to look at like theaters and like, not only like just reaching out and like meeting like contacts that we're supposed to meet, but to see like the presence that people have in the different like unique and creative things that they're doing. Like I watched like the little drum rope video, like thing that was kind of like a throwbacky. Did mm -hmm. you watch that? Yes. And we got a few more coming. Well, by the time this episode comes out, there will be some fun uh, Instagram reel and TikTok trends that were oh, okay. yeah. with the cast and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. I love when theaters do that. I think it really kind of engages the community a lot better. Well, so and it's got to be fun for the fun cast. Yeah, yeah. they've had say. so much fun with it. Yeah. Okay, so what are, what are one of these videos we should keep an eye uh, out for? We've got the I'm Just a Kid um, simple plan song. I'm just a yes. kid and life isn't. And we're flashing back and comparing, like recreating childhood pictures of the oh, cast members. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's super fun. Cool. I like that. Oh, you're very creative. Do you get paid for this job? Uh, no, this is all volunteer. Oh I'm God. hoping to be building up a portfolio and maybe reach out to other small businesses and start doing it as oh, a professional. Yeah. That's key, too, mm -hmm. especially in this area with lots of different Bay Area theaters and yeah. such. Yeah. No, Are that's you awesome. local to Livermore? Or? Yeah, I was born and raised in Livermore. I left for 10 years, lived in Southern California, and then I came back. Well, yeah. so right. exciting. Well, we're excited to see the show. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we didn't ask him our question. Oh, yeah. Oh, big question. Let's okay. go. What's your favorite? Will you marry me? No. <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your favorite Elle Woods moment? My like, favorite Elle Woods like moment? Like that you've had in your life. Like what's a blonde oh. moment you've had? Hmm. That's the way to say it. Blonde moment. The blonde moment. Well, yeah. I, if I could answer my favorite Elle Woods moment in this show is when she has her costume change into her engagement outfit. Oh, um, yes. That is very exciting. My favorite Elle Woods moment for myself. Yeah, this is, have you ever had is, a blonde moment? Yeah, I should have. Uh, he know. phrased it <laughs> I'm weird. not really good with phrasing words, so. You got all distracted by my marriage proposal <laughs> yeah. to, got all to hot Austin, and, by and I almost just called you Andy. <laughs> We're going to get married. I got to get your name right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's my favorite or my blonde moments definitely moments where I like forget somebody's name I've gotten a lot better about it since college when I was meeting a lot of people but I've had my moments there where I was like hey Andy instead of being like hey AJ and they're like um, excuse me so screwing you, up you've names done that too. you've moment. asked people to marry you and called them the wrong name fortunately not oh my gosh well you just jinxed it because it's going to happen yep. now. And then you're going to be like, oh, Sarah told me this would happen. That's okay. It'll make for a great laugh later. Probably. All right. Thank you so much, Thanks Andy. Thanks with me, you guys. <laughs> okay. So now we're joined by CJ slash Cadence, not the Hi. CJ that we just interviewed. Yeah, no. Last I've, week. <laughs> different, different, different. No correlation. I, I feel like it's very obvious with the voice alone, but I yes. did go ahead and ask her if she had a partner named Jessica because that, oh, we didn't say her name. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I, I had to go on like um, a detective mission that lasted like five seconds. It's to irrelevant figure out. to right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> CJ's partner is Jessica. 
but this is not that CJ, yeah. so you're good. Okay, right. so we're good. Who do you play in the yes, show, Yes, who CJ? do you play? Sorry, let's uh, stay on task. My name, uh, the character name I have is Leilani. She's the sporty Delta Ooh. Nu, and then I play a few other ensemble roles, but my named character is Leilani. Leilani, I like it. This is a fun show to be in an ensemble, by the way. No, oh, for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, it is. So is, is that kind of like... Um, sporty like I feel like almost cheerleader peppy is that no. like is well, that your so personality or is this kind of been a stretch and fun to jump into another personality for you um it's not cheerleader it's more so like you know your average sport like I I've always imagined I've been she's a, like a basketball player or something okay. um we have other delta news that are cheerleaders so okay. um but she is definitely very peppy she fits the stereotype of a sorority girl um but she is definitely down to earth in terms of like she does realize that some of the things that they're doing is ridiculous and mm-hmm. it's like acknowledging why are we doing this um if you know sorority girls and you know the stereotypical like mm-hmm. they're excited about everything logic yeah. kind of goes out the window so she is somewhat logical which She's is nice. somewhat logical. So is that like the spin that you put on? That's Leilani? the spin I put on her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't ready to dive in head first. So you're like, no. She's going to have some sense of, well, sense, I guess. Yeah, I, w- I was told. She's going to be the smart one of the bunch. Yeah, I was told that I needed to up my sorority girl um, because at first she was a little too serious, which I do see. But at the same time, I'm like, there has to be like one There person. has to be one black sheep in the exactly. fold. I was like, and you and are just going to take the reins for it. Perfect. Yeah. Is this your first show that you've done with uh, Tri-Valley? No, it's not. Um, I started doing performances with them last summer. I was in their production of Newsies back when it was still um, TBRT. Mm-hmm. Um, so before they made the transition and it was absolutely amazing. Um, it was my first time coming back to community theater, um, in a hot minute, especially because of the pandemic and everything. So Mm -hmm. I was welcomed with open arms. The people here are amazing. Um, the people that I was working with in the cast were absolutely amazing and it's just nice coming back and it's kind of some of the same people and then you meet new people and I've just, I've always loved it here. Oh, that's That's super fun. Well, so what's your favorite moment in the show that Leilani's in? Ooh, Leilani, probably What You Want, part one. There is a scene um, at uh, one of the party, quote-unquote parties, um, and it's Jamaican Me Crazy, and so we are the Jamaican Me Crazy dancers. I love that and part. We ha- yeah, we have a little, like, um, dance break there. And is there I, something so we should fun. keep an eye out that's, like, an Easter egg we can watch for? Um... What do you do that we can be like, oh, um, we knew that was about to happen? <laughs> well, I don't, uh, McDonald's fries. I'll leave it there. Ooh. Oh, okay. I had that for dinner. I, I had that right <laughs> before I came here. Um, we incorporated it into the oh, show sort of on up. accident. Um, and then I've heard from so many people that like they find it so funny and it wasn't even originally supposed to be in the show. So okay. nice. we're going to look French for fries. McDonald's fries. I'm looking for that. So we're, our final question is, um, what's your favorite L Woods moment that you've had personally in your life? So or your ha- favorite blonde you moment? I don't know. Phrasing this so weird. I'm Have sorry, you ever I'm had any sense. blonde moment? It's okay. I forgive you. I'm trying to make sense of the question. Okay. <laughs> of my own question. Have that you I came had up any with. blonde moments that you can share with us? Oh, def- I am um, definitely in real life, especially as of recent, I do a lot of like, things that are like how do I phrase this um I guess kind of I don't always see logic immediate my mind works a lot faster than my body or logic does my mind knows what's going to happen before I know what's going to happen and so because of that it leads to a lot of it doesn't know what I like I look like what I'm doing which I guess could be considered like a blonde moment I'm just going to quote you 
my mind works faster than logic. There you go. <laughs> that yeah. was a great quote. Yeah. I, I want all Perfect. rights to that quote right there. Perfect. I love it. Perfect. Well, it is. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Well, thank you. We're so, so excited much, to see you on stage. Thank and we're you. so excited to see what the heck McDonald's, McDonald's fries, fries means. Yeah. Stick, and if stick you're around. interested, you need to come and see the show. Yes, yes please. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye. Of course. What's new? Right. That's my blonde moment is I cannot remember. You can't any, remember I ask people's names. name and I'm like, oh, I'm committing that to memory. <laughs> and then three seconds yeah. go by and it's like amnesia. Yeah, my ADHD goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to admit to it, but that's what it is. Everybody okay, knows. Sarah, we only have three minutes. Now we have two. You put this time. Nobody else cares right no, now. No, I'm trying okay. to be Okay, this is Tommy. This is Tommy. Tommy he's playing Emmett. He's playing Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> We're very excited to be talking to him. Tell us about you as Emmett. Emmett, uh, I'm this Emmett specifically. I'm trying to be a very wholesome person, uh, very focused on his craft. Um, he's always had to be really a straight shot person in his life because he had a very traumatic upbringing uh, with a bad father and always having to care for his mother because she had an alcohol issue. So there, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm trying to make it more complicated, more. So we had to really just be on his path so he could help his mother as he was going through school. Okay, because I feel like he's usually played like. Like a, somebody that's just handed over things. Exactly. Not really somebody that had to work for. Mm-hmm. He kind of doesn't give a shit, too. But then L kind of makes him see things in a different way, I feel like. Exactly. Okay, so how are you, How are you like, fixing that then? Because if you already care, yes. why do you, I guess, are, how does L impact you? Um, I treat uh, Callahan kind of as a father figure, who's a very rough, gruff individual, doesn't have any really moral compass. He will go towards anyone, any lost case, just and doesn't care what happens to the person. And so she changes me in that way. Um, as somebody who didn't really care about how I looked, didn't care about other people really, and then I kind of see how she sees things okay. throughout the show. So we have one question that we've been asking all of our guests so far. What is your favorite blonde moment in your life? I finally got it right. Blonde (laughs) moment. Yes. Oh, man. Do you have one? Maybe. I feel like... I feel like everyone does. You forgot your belt. Yes, I'm wearing... (laughs) Featuring this show, Brian Olkowski's belt, because I wore suspenders today because it's a fancy day, and I did not bring my belt. Oh. So we poked a hole in his belt, and I'm wearing that in the show today. Oh, jeez. Okay, okay, well, so know that you're wearing a different belt opening yes. night. Yes, tonight. <laughs> okay, well, I love that. Well, we're excited to see the show. Break a leg. Thank you. Thank and you And we're excited much. to be here. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Well? You look like you're about to barf. Are you okay? Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. perfectly fine. I just my face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to barf because I was so sad that our interview with Tommy got cut short. But oh, Okay, guys, the interview with Tommy, I'm so sorry because I was scatterbrained because I was watching AJ who was watching somebody over his shoulder that was telling us to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. Like that was the time we were told we had to get out. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, whatever, we're doing an interview. And they're like, <laughs> get out. So everybody was watching and the guy that was being interviewed was like trying to focus too. It was... It not was the rushed. best and he was great tommy was great tommy was great so let's start off with this tommy was fantastic he was and you Played. you said i remember when we were sitting in the audience you were like that looks like like the kid that was in bright star and he was in bright star i asked him that oh, okay i didn't i couldn't remember yeah, yeah, yeah. no so i said were you in bright star my husband and i went and saw you in it and we both i mean even when chris and i were at bright star we both thought he did a really Good job in that. Tommy, if you haven't listened to the podcast on Bright Star, go listen to us. Say how fabulous you are there. Yeah. I mean, they praise you. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, he was fabulous in Bright Star. And he, 
I'm going to just say it. He was my favorite in this show mm-hmm. as well. He was good at acting. Uh, he had zero dancing. So who the hell knows how good of a dancer he who is. Knows? But he has a great voice. And he like, he, it, this, the set of songs were perfect for his range. Yes, I agree. So if we're starting off with cast rating, oh, yeah. I, I think I'm going to give this cast a 3.5. I liked pretty much everybody. I Standouts for me, I would say definitely Tommy. I loved Ray as Callahan. I thought his song was... I love Blood in the Water because I think it's such a fun like cabaret, you know, old school musical theater style song. Mm-hmm. And I liked Paulette. I thought her, her acting was really funny and her timing was really good. She had good. great comedic timing. Yeah, like she didn't drop any of her lines, which I really appreciated because Paulette has some really funny lines. And... I loved, I loved our man Austin playing the UPS guy. I thought that was funny. And, What's his name, Kevin? Is um, it Kevin? I think it's Kyle. Kyle, that's yes. it. Yeah, Kyle. So I liked him, and then I also I enjoyed the dogs. I enjoyed the, the dogs, dogs. Were great. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed Brooke Wyndham too. So Shelly, um, Shelly McDowell, I think she did a pretty good. She was fit. Did you oh see my, her? I, everybody saw her. She I was, was like, on stage. Damn. What do you mean? No, I know she. But was just, she had some abs. She was like, yeah, she was very. Job, you know, she's not eating a lot right now. No, or it's boring food. It's boring. She's food. having like plain chicken right now. Yeah, boiled so, chicken. <laughs> um, don't worry, Shelly. I'm eating enough for the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> So it'll all be good, but um, it paid off, lady. You are in shape. Yes. One thing I will have to say. So, you know, Elle did a good job, but I have to find out whose decision it was. And I guess maybe this goes into production. Yeah. I... And, and I don't want to be too critical, but I am a hairstylist and I want to know. I've never seen a production of Legally Blonde where the Elle's hair is pink. I mean, I have pink hair right now. And so obviously I'm a fan of pink hair, but... At first, like when she first came on stage, there, I mean, there was a lot of lighting stuff going on. So I thought it was like some special color going on in the lighting. And yeah. then when it just didn't go away, I was like, oh, I think I think her wig is cotton candy color. Yeah. And I don't get it. Well, and then when we came out, I, we got a closer look of her as we were walking out of the theater. And I was like, oh, no, it's literally pink. Yeah. So I I guess I was confused by that decision. But, you know. They keep her, there's many lines slash a title involved that refer to her hair color and it's not like it wasn't strawberry blonde like it was a pink it was pink it was a color so i i would say that but i guess i don't know that i guess that kind of goes into production now because that's probably whoever designed that um well it was just a comment on the character a comment on the character so um i'm going to i'm gonna gonna go with you i'm gonna be at like a 3.25 i think for this okay um, people that I thought were fantastic again, Tommy Lasseter is uh, Emmett, and just want to say also our favorite social media guy, Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrade, is that how you say the last name, Austin? Hmm. Anyways, uh, just heads up, he will be playing Emmett on the 27th, so that's next weekend, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to see him playing Emmett, uh, go on the 27th, and then I think uh, Robert Lopez is then going to step in for. Austin stuff. And I agree. He was hilarious as Kyle. I really did love the, um, the gal that played, uh, Andrea that played Paulette. Uh, she did a fantastic job. I agree. Brooke was great. And then of the, the Greek chorus, I just don't remember which one she was. If she was, um, I think it was Tori Pilar. speed. You think uh, the blonde? Yeah. Yeah. Tori speed was P- Pilar. I thought she was good. Well, it doesn't say, Pilar here. Or who does it say? Ronnie. 
I don't think that's, I don't know. It, uh, the Greek chorus, the blonde one. I yeah. mean, Greek chorus, you were all fabulous. Um, but the blonde gal, she just was, she was, I could hear her lines clearly. Mm-hmm. And um, I like, I liked her costumes and too. And she but. just, she made some very clear choices on her personality. I will say that with the Greek chorus, though, they all three of them made different choices. Mm-hmm. I just thought the blonde one was the most entertaining one to me. Yes. Um, but go for it, girls. I love that you guys are making those bold choices. I think, um, I think the ensemble in general had some great big moments on stage. Like there were some mm-hmm. good moments when they had so many people on stage and that effect was beautiful. Um, I don't, I don't know if everybody was miked or what was going on because some of the vocals just came out a little unbalanced. Soft. Okay. So I was going to say, if we're talking about ensemble, there was a moment where um, there was a like a shorter lady with dark hair who was playing like the person admitting people into Harvard. Oh, she was good. I thought she was hilarious because yeah. you could see that like, you know, that moment where Elle kind of changes her mind and does the how about love and and the lady and like turns her totally yeah. and she was just like, you know, like kind of swaying with them and it was it was very funny. So I would say that's probably my favorite ensemble moment. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I'm trying to see if I see which I'm not sure, but she was the admissions I saw her on off. social media. Yeah, she was she was really cute as well. Um, so I mean, that was the one thing about the ensemble. I just couldn't hear a lot of the ensemble, but there were like thirty people on stage. There, there was a big cast. Yeah, so, so there was a big cast, a big ensemble, and I just I couldn't hear them. Um, so I mean, that's kind of like something about the. I guess I think they were good. Yeah. Um, I just I couldn't literally hear. Well, half and this of the is ensemble. a big space. I want to talk about this theater because I have to. T- I have Let's to say this the is. Then. Yeah, this is a beautiful theater. It's. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's been. A, I have to see when it was built because I remember coming to this theater maybe like ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it was just as big and nice. But it's it's a huge stage. It seats about five hundred people, and. This is a, a theater that you would expect to do big productions. Like, I think their next show is Music Man. And that, it is, yeah. Yeah, like, that would be a good, you know, fit for this stage because it's a huge space and it can house a lot of people. Well, I think Legal of Blonde was a good choice. Mm-hmm. And especially, um, one other thing before we move into completely the theater, because I know mm-hmm. it's something we talked about, this cast was young. Oh, yeah, I did want to mention that. Yeah. I was, I was... A it was little, a young cast. Yeah, I, I was a little... Um, surprised i guess to see the amount of of like a younger cast in it i don't necessarily know what the decision was behind that but i don't know i mean a lot of the roles are young college college yeah are young people college kids so i mean i guess that i just felt like there weren't as many supporting people of a variety of ages you know like for example paulette love you i don't know how old you are but you didn't look that old yeah, no, so, she, she looks like and, early 20s. Yeah, and so in my head, Paulette and some of those supporting people should distinctly be, at, you know, like at least in their 30s yes. to look a little bit older. Oh, my God, we were at this movie last night. We went and saw The Boys in the Boat. Uh-huh. And um, at this one point in time, like the coach and his wife, he's like outside, like being all grumbly and the wife's like, come back inside. And like, you just see her robe drop. Like you don't see her or anything like that. And Tristan, boys do. and Tristan's like, oh my God, you guys, you're like 80. These guys, people are like 40. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I digress. So anyways, uh, yeah, I feel like some of the cast members, I don't know what your actual ages are, but some of them, you just didn't look old enough to be like 
adult compared to some of the you know, young, young adults, like the college age kids. So that was maybe something I agree with that I just, um, I don't know, like something I think I've gotten so used to seeing a wide age range on stage. Um, but then again, I know when you're casting, like you cast the person that you think is best for that role too. And, well, and you cast the, the pool of people that you get. So that's why I'm wondering if maybe in this theater company specifically in Livermore, that's what they have. Cause yeah, like you said, I mean, we are used to at least, in pretty much all the theaters we've seen in the South Bay, like you could have somebody from 20 to 60. Whereas with this cast, I felt like the range was about 20 to 30. Yeah. There were like a couple of people that were older, but it wasn't as, wasn't as many. Anyways. Um, I think, I think music man's going to be a a smart choice for them too. Cause that has the ability to have a lot of youth in it as well. Yes. So for theater, I'm actually going to give this space a five because Ditto. I I think it's a beautiful theater. There's no complaints really about parking because it's free and there's a garage and it's, it's right, right there. across the street. Yeah. And it seemed like they had a really nice, you know, concession area, you know, clean facility. Seats were pretty comfortable, I would say. And and when I was thinking about it, there's not really a bad seat in the house because it's we just great a typical. Seats, though. Thank yeah. you, Brian, for the fantastic seats. They yes, were great. Great seats. We sat in the middle kind of a lo- like I'm above the middle aisle about five rows. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. So about uh, 10 rows from the front, I would say. And it was perfect. But even if you sat kind of on the side, like nothing's really cut off the way that the theater's built. So I think you'd be safe to kind of sit wherever in the theater that you'd like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a different price range, but it, it was a, you know, I would, I would just say maybe if you wanted to sit closer to the middle, you know, so that you get the whole big picture. I think the side, so you'd probably get... It's not tilted just, really at all, so... Yeah, I think you'd get a, a good view. And um, it, like I said, it was a big... It's a big house, so about 500 people, and they were almost sold out. Yeah. I And so they... And the shows only run for three weeks, uh, but maybe that's because they have a giant house, you know? Right. Um, I don't know, but they're obviously doing a good job of selling tickets. The social, I'm, like I said, the social it's media is great. Austin. Yeah, he's he's pulling people in. So I guess we could segue into production. Do you want to go first? Okay, perfect. So for production, I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go with a four for production. Okay, so things okay. that things I liked, the the stage itself and whatnot was well done i think for the use of space as far as where they put um big set pieces they had this um second story backdrop that was on stage at all times and changed into harvard or it was the sorority house or it was you know them walking through halls or you know whatnot so the um it was used at all times and i think that was nice and it was far enough you know back uh in the upstage area that it left a lot of space in the front they did a bunch of big dance numbers I think sometimes um, some things like um, like the chairs, where they brought out like 700 chairs. That was for just, the what you want. Uh, what you want. Uh, and that, I mean, that's a fun, that's like a big like marching band moment. And they brought out all these chairs. Um, I think the choreography was was interesting for that. I think I was hoping for a little bit more like marching band style stuff to go with the mm-hmm. the music, but... Um, they, they did some fun stuff with the chairs there. Uh, as far as lighting is, I think it, it went well. They had different gentle washes. There was nothing too distracting, which is good, but I mean, I could 
see everything. Everything seemed to kind of set the tone for whatever it was. Uh, costumes. Costumes, there were some pieces that I really loved. Uh, like Callahan, I thought was great. I thought Emmett was fantastic. Uh, Paula, there was this one guy that I don't know if he ever had a line, but he was a very memorable dancer and fantastic stage <laughs> presence. He like worked at the salon, like at the front desk. Yes. Yes. And his costume was hilarious too. I loved it. Very colorful and vibrant. And he was, he was a great ensemble member. I'll go yes. ahead and say that. Um, oh, and I liked um, Nikos Argitakos costume too. The shimmery, you know, Oh yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> that that's it. Shimmery, just shimmery. Um, there were some ensemble pieces that I think, for as far as costuming went, um, just made me nervous for like costume mishaps, like yes. some of the sorority girls things. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna fall out of their costume because there is there was a lot of like dancing. Those girls learned a lot of choreography and mm-hmm. guys too. Um, but there was a lot of choreography. And so I gave, I guess props to the whole cast and the choreographer for that. There was a ton of choreography. This was a dance heavy show, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Um, the transitions were so on point and smooth. I mean, really they were quick Yes, and they moved a lot of stuff on and off stage. So go tech team and they had stuff flying in and out. And, um, that was really smooth and we kind of addressed it earlier. I could hear the leads really well. And once again, I just don't know. I know they got new microphones. And so I'm just wondering if it's something that they're building up in their company. Um, and like we said, there's there, it was a huge ensemble. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they just didn't have everybody mic'd because the mics that we heard, like the sound was good. Uh, we had a live orchestra, guys. Yep. And that pit. Good job, this guys. This is a fun show to have a live orchestra and for. It's too. not a big orchestra, but it sounded really full and fantastic. So uh, it says Jed DeRosa was the conductor and good job because it sounded full. Everybody pulled their weight in that pit and you guys were balanced really good against all of the singers. Like I could hear the orchestra. It was, it was popping. It was great. Um, but I could still hear the singers and whatnot. So the mm-hmm. balance, their sound team was fantastic. Okay. I'll leave you to say something. <laughs> okay. So I think I'm going to rate it a four. There was aspects of it. I liked, and there was aspects of it that I was kind of, you know, uh, there was, there was some things that I liked more than others. I would say costumes wise, I did like the, what you want number when they all came out in the white jumpsuits and like the pink, pink, sparkle, know, pink tops. sparkle tops. I thought those were really cute. And those and were flattering on like a wide bevy of body shapes. Yes. I, I enjoyed that. And I'm trying to think of other pieces I liked. I, I, well, first I'll say I was impressed by the fly rig system for the set pieces. That's really cool. So, because yeah, that just set... helps for seamless transitions really. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I mean, scene transitions, they seem like they're not that important, but when you're they're sitting, so important. yeah, like when you're, when you're sitting in a theater and they're transitioning to the next scene and, and you're, and it goes longer than the music, then that's when you know 
that there's like, you know, that has to be quicker, you know? So they're I would the say, unsung heroes though. Cause nobody yes. notices when it's, so we're saying it's great. Cause nobody usually notices when it's great. They just notice when it goes amiss. Exactly. That's why I want to shout out to the backstage crew for sure, because they, they were nailing it. Pit was awesome. Really. I never had an issue hearing the pit. My, my biggest issue with the sound was just that I felt as though some people were singing louder than others. And so what that tells me is that certain people had mics and certain people didn't. So then the people that, but it was too big of a space to have some people unmiked in my opinion. Yeah. So then I felt like everybody's mic should have just been turned off because then it made, no, you can't have the leads unmiked. No, exactly. But I just mean like when you have like a, when you have like a big ensemble number and you hear one guy, three girls, Singing different harmonies. Singing different harmonies. It doesn't... um, It doesn't match up when there's 30 people on stage. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, uh, and and so from what I heard, I feel like everybody sounded okay, but I felt like there was issues with that. And and that could have just been... I mean, this was opening night. So this this could be something that they're working on with new mics and such. And I'm trying to think of other... I, I liked all the set pieces pretty much. I thought they were all really cool. My favorite set piece was probably the salon i loved the whole salon setup yeah it was pretty i thought whoever designed that did a great job i liked the harvard you know like the transition into harvard and well and i think that they were thoughtful about not having too much yeah you it wasn't I, too busy on like, the stage so i mean the the salon probably had the most elements to it it seemed like mm-hmm. but a lot of times you know it would be like you know a bench and like you just knew you were at harvard mm-hmm and then in the classroom, then they put down those little pendants and stuff, but they weren't too busy. And I think that's great because then I feel like you have people that purposely know what to do for sets and they are making like strategic choices. And it shows that you trust your actors and people on stage to really set the scene. For sure. You know? Well, and I am, I, I look at hair everywhere I go. So I, the, the wig for Elle was, was a big thing for me. It was, it, I was looking at it and I was paying attention, paying attention to it the whole time. And I also was, you know, when I think of Vivian, I think of short brown, like short brown Bob, mm-hmm. especially because they say it too in the show. And so, and she didn't have a short brown Bob. She had that clip on ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. And so while it looked fabulous, I, it threw me off. And so I would say those were two things that in my head, I was like, Oh no, like missed the mark on that one. But other yeah, than that, I feel like if they do express like things about how they wear their hair or uh, clothing or something like that, and the person's not wearing that. I or believe styled. it has to be very close to that. Yeah. I feel like it is a little confusing. Yeah. So, but other than that, I would say, I mean, this is definitely a theater that I would go back to a company yeah. that I'd love to support because I just think that, you know, you can tell that everybody has a passion for theater who's there. Oh yeah. They seem and, great. And it's just, it's a lovely theater, lovely space. I love, I love big casts. So I love to go and support theaters with big casts. Oh, and by the way, I just, it was so funny. So we walked backstage for our interviews and we were coming through the backstage area into the house and everyone was so nice when we were walking through, they were just like, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? And I just, I, you can feel the love, you know? And, yeah. and I like that. It wasn't, you know, I'd say, I mean, honestly, it's like, it's a company that if I lived closer, I would audition for. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't live close. I will not be auditioning for you guys ever. Yes. Um, well, but, and it sounds like, do they only do two shows a year because they're doing Legally Blonde well, and Music Band? But it's a new, I mean, they're 
I, I don't know what's going on with their reinvention here, but I'm, I'm sure that also is something that takes some time, to a lot of up. time and money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just everything in life. I feel like comes down to money at some point in time. Well, and yeah, this is especially so legally blonde is kind of an expensive show to do just because there's so many different costume pieces and set pieces that, you know, I would think that, and also like, you know, hiring a pit and doing all these things. I Thank just you guys for hiring a pit though. It really, it, it really added to it. It really did. Yeah. So I, and I'm, I imagine a music man is also an expensive show to do just because of the amount of people it requires to put on a show of mm-hmm. that caliber. So, um, yeah, I, I encourage everybody to go out and support it if you want to make the trek. And I would say probably a Saturday. And it's um, in the nice downtown area there. So, Beautiful. I mean, I feel like if you're going to come from, you know, somewhere like us in the South Bay, um, I'd say it's worth it to go up there. Go early. Go to a place to eat or have, you know, a drink beforehand um, because it is an acute little part of the downtown area there. It's about, so from San Jose area. 50, five yeah. zero minutes. Yeah, I would out. say, you know. And it was raining. It was raining. I know we made the trek, but it was, um, yeah, I, I definitely encourage everyone to go out and support. So uh, next week we're talking with my former drama teacher, right? Yeah, I think is that, that is. Week? I think it is. So we shall see. <laughs> what y'all think of that episode i thought it was lots of fun what did you think i thought it was lots of fun too actually i just thought it was funny just being like hearing about your next stage in life because i didn't have you as a student in high school a lot mm-hmm. of my students at that time i had in middle school and then they and just then went to the high school. school right next door which i already also taught at so i like would have these students for potentially seven years right you know and you just went off into the oblivion yep uh, so it was interesting to hear his perspective on your, your next stages of life. And he's a cool guy and he's a theater nerd like us. And so I yeah. think, um, I think you guys will enjoy it. And yeah, with, with that, Sarah, do you want to lead us out? All right, my dears and darlings. See you suckers. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe. So you know, when the new episodes arrive. As always, follow me on Instagram at Broadway with AJ for my reviews of all the shows we attend. And feel free to message us if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss on the podcast. Until next time, this was Broadway with AJ and Sarah.